Welcome to Inside Abode, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Dave Jones. I'm your host, and I'm excited for today's podcast. But before we get started, I want to invite you to subscribe to the podcast. It costs you zero dollars. It costs you zero cents, and the time it only just costs you time. So, really, go ahead and do that. Um, I hope everyone's having a great summer so far. We have had rain after a heat wave in the last couple of days in here in uh, the mm-hmm. Pierce County, but. You know, it's all good. So before I also get into my guest, I want to go over some stats real quick. And just as we know, the markets and things are shifting. We're in an interesting time in terms of our economy and housing and all the things. And the big R word is looming and everyone's wondering what's going on. So let me share with this with you. I thought that this was an interesting piece of content. Um, currently, from May 22nd to June 21st of 2022, in Pierce County, we have 1,182 homes for sale in Pierce County. So that is an increase from last year. Last year, it's about, uh, we had a 63.3% increase because in that same time frame last year, we had 724 homes for sale. So we've increased pretty dramatically in terms of the inventory. Now check this out though, check this out. So in the same time frame compared to 2018, however, it's a decrease of 32.2%. So at that time we had 1,747 homes for sale. And at that time we were talking about a seller's market. So it's an interesting uh, time right now and we'll get into a little bit more on what our guest thinks about that. But let's go ahead and introduce her. That this person has been a licensed realtor since 2018. Correct. Um, Prior to that, she worked in education and counseling and now currently is a yoga and meditation teacher on top of in addition to being a parent and a realtor for Windermere Abode Lakewood here in Lakewood. What's up? Yeah. So Farrah Seifert, how you doing? Did I say the last name right? Seifert. Seifert. It's Seifert. actually Seifert. Farrah Seifert. Okay. When it's um, German, the I does the talking or something along those lines. Oh, okay. It's not my, it's not my maiden <laughs> last name, but, uh, but my uh, in-laws used to mention that. So yes, Seifert. That's a, and that's actually, I'm going to just be fully transparent. That's a, t- that's an oversight on my part. Like I do that pretty much every episode. Like I don't go over, we talk about everything else. I know we did. Except for like, oh, how do I even say? Am I saying your last name right? I know your last name. Uh, It's all good. Um, It happens more often than you think for first name and last name. So I am very accustomed to correcting in a kind way because no no offense taken by any means. Okay. Well, as a former teacher, I usually give people nicknames. And so like Anne's always on me about like, did did you ask them if you can give them a nickname? And I'm like, well, that's kind of how I remember everybody's name. But anyway. so I create nicknames for people. And again, I... Don't typically ask for permission, but maybe always in my mental notes. It's yeah, like you said, it's an easier way to remember people. So I (laughs) can understand that. It is. Um, So today we're going to talk about a must-have list for buyers in today's market. Mm -hmm. So uh, you have some things that you take people through, and so first of all, let's before we get into that, let's talk about what do you think about the the stat that I just shared, like with the you know homes and. The 60, like we increased from last year in terms of the homes that are available on the market. But compared to 2018, we're actually down 32% in terms of homes for sale on the market. So what do you take from that based on what people are, you know, the sentiment is right now? Yeah, I think there's a lot of hysteria going on around the market and that... Mm You know, like you said, the R word is looming and yeah. there's this there's a lot of, um, you know, fear, I think mm-hmm. that's getting built up um, around the housing market. And but yeah. like you say, it's so important to be able to look at statistics, to be able to take some of that to make it more objective, like yeah. to really look at the information and the data and to draw conclusions from that instead of just the hype of what's being talked about in the media. Um, and I think that you bring up a really valid point. Yeah, there is an increase of homes on the market, but who hasn't heard about the inventory shortage over the past couple of years and how that is creating this kind of almost drastic market of us not being able to have enough homes for people to buy. Right. Um, with right. the interest rates being incredibly low, there was a lot of frenzy going on. People, you know, 15 to 20 offers on every single house, even ones that... I don't even know how they were selling, but they were, and that they were going extremely over um, list price too. Yeah, and that's I, I, when I think about it, I think about like 
it's almost like we got slapped in the face. You know what I mean? Like we were getting drunk on on two we'll percent. <laughs> 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 <Like, laughs> <help myself. laughs> because like it just happened so fast. It, but it happened overnight, and I think that that's what kind of threw everyone off guard because yeah. it was like everything we're on this high, we're appreciating 20%, things were like right in this wave and then suddenly it comes crashing onto the shore and everyone's freaking out. Right. But it's just normalizing. We're going back to what it was before. You know, hopefully, you know, we might even get, you know, contingent offers accepted again, who knows? Right. And we're gonna have that kind of like rotation of houses entering the market, getting yeah. purchased, like it's gonna normalize. And I'm actually, I'm, I'm stoked about it. I'm, I'm happy that some of my buyers that were getting priced out and just beat out time and time again, yeah. they actually have a fighting chance now. Well, that's that's important. I think you said a key thing, which is, um, you know, getting getting back to having contingent offers and stuff like that. And we actually have to start realtoring again. You know, yeah. like negotiations are back. You mm-hmm. know, we, we have, mm-hmm. you know, and getting creative with, um, you know, marketing a home, for example, because Absolutely. they're not just flying off the shelves in the first weekend or yeah, whatever. Yeah, with so. iPhone photos. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, we're not doing that. But. Um, <laughs> I would never, but I'm just saying it, yeah. it was happening and but, they were still selling. Yeah, and I think totally. that we got accustomed to this idea that you don't have to try to get your house sold. Um, and now, you know, you have to have a little bit more finesse with it and strategy. Um, right. But that's when, you know, the cream rises to the top and the people that are do- going above and beyond are going to be the ones that stand out. And I right. think that's a good place to be at, especially for Windermere. Yeah, Bode yeah in exactly. Exactly. Um, so you you take you take a stance or you take a process with your buyers through a process mm-hmm. um, that's pretty interesting to me because we were talking about this. Yes. <laughs> over the, mm-hmm. So can you explain like what the this must have list that you go with your through with your buyers? Absolutely. All right. Um, so every buyer, every client that I work with, actually, I start off by doing a um, consultation with them. So if it's a buyer or if it's a seller, I want to really prepare them and educate them. Like you said, my background's in education. So Mm -hmm. I want people to know what to expect and also to be prepared to make those decisions in, you know, a pretty fast period of time, especially, you know, the past few years, buyers, like you're having to make really, you know, influential decisions on your entire mortgage. um, And like, you know, probably one of the biggest purchases you'll ever make in the course of like 15 minutes, like, all right, we got to write an offer because we got to jump on this. Um, So I like to just prepare my clients to be able to make those decisions and also have some time to consider what fits within their lifestyle what are you know opportunities for them to stand out and then also how can they make sure they're still getting a house that they're like stoked about i want them right. to have a home that they are excited to come to and they're not dreading the thought of you know doing repairs or kind of almost regret like that's the last thing that i want them to experience right. especially in association with me so like what are so like especially buyers right now in this in this market right now um because there's a lot of uncertainty for them even yeah. right now too. Like mm-hmm. you could you could potentially have your rate change yeah. in the middle of a transaction, potentially. I mean, mm-hmm. I know most lenders are trying to lock people into their rate before they yeah. even go under contract. I get that. But, um, you know, the, I guess it's just an interesting time because like let's say that they don't get that particular house mm-hmm. and now they're back out on the market and do they still get to keep that rate that they were locked in at on that particular deal or whatever i mean i don't know i just think it's it's an interesting time and that's why i think you have to be so proactive about all of these pieces is Mm -hmm. that you need to have a lender that you trust that you're working with that has really done their work in order to get it underwritten and everything's locked in going into it i you know i just had a client that um went under contract and we were able to lock in the rate literally an hour before the rates changed the next day and so just kind of keeping those things in mind working with people that you trust um and being able to make those snap decisions in order to best prepare my clients and put them in an ideal position is what i think i you know it's part of the reason why i'm getting paid to do this and also it's my duty as an agent to be able to um help you know, facilitate this process in the smoothest way possible. But that is happening. You know, people that have been, you know, pre-approved months ago, now they're going into it like, 
Oh, you know, I was, gonna, I was going to cuss, but then I realized I wasn't. Well, I mean, you can't. I mean, I think, I mean, we just had a president who cusses like I know. Oh, every shoot. other word. Um, you know, <laughs> but, shoot, my, but, you know, I, I can't afford as much as I used to. Or I, I originally was going in at this price point and that's not the case anymore. Yeah. And it's disappointing. But if we're having those conversations in advance, we're doing the best that we can to prepare. Then hopefully there'll be less of those. And, you know, it'll be more of a positive experience right. for everyone involved. Is that what you're seeing out there right now? Like, what are you seeing with your buyers right now in terms of if you have any buyers that are currently looking mm-hmm. um, without like putting them on blast or nothing like that? But yeah, like yeah. what what what's going through people's heads right now out there? I think there's a lot of hesitation. You know, there's a lot of should I come in right now? Should I jump in? Is this a good time to buy? What's going to happen to interest rates? Like there's so mm-hmm. many unknowns that I think that. You know, people are a little weary and they're being a little bit more cautious about taking that step. While before, I think the last couple of years with interest rates as low as they were, people were hopping in because they didn't want to miss out. And now everyone's taking a little bit of a step back. And, you know, that's not a I don't think it's a negative um, thing to do by any means. And actually what I really encourage everyone to do if you're considering buying is really Mm -hmm. to take a look at your finances. Like, what can like how can i strengthen my credit score how can i like how much could i actually spend each month and what's my monthly mortgage going to be and what's doable for me what's comfortable for me so that people aren't overextending themselves and putting them in themselves in a precarious position yeah which you know is always the hope um and the intention but is sometimes we get lost in like the hustle of it all that we forget that you can kind of take some of these like preliminary steps in advance to prepare yourself so again we're more prepared when that time comes yeah okay well that's that's a great answer thank you for that um and i hope you know people are listening so i mean that's that's good information so on this this must-have list. What else is on this must-have list uh, when you're when you're taking buyers through this? Um, what else do you What else are you letting them know or taking them through? Yeah. So um, in the buyer consultation, um, which I definitely lost sight of, we were talking about that. Jip skipped all around. Oh, it's all good. I no, that's, realized, that's I was a... like, we were talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I no, but we I got to some to important stuff. That's important <laughs> okay. stuff that we got to. Um, so looping back around. So in the buyer consultation, I want to talk about getting pre-approved, um, yep. get, talking to a lender, working with a trusted lender that's doing an initial underwriting, really getting all of our um, ducks in a row for that. Um, and evaluating, okay, what can we spend? What's going to be our closing costs? Just kind of organizing all of those pieces. And then from there, we'll dive into, okay, now we got some of the brass tacks done. What do you want in a house? Like, this is the fun part, you know? Like, (laughs) where do you see yourself? And like, what matters and what can like, you know, and especially when I'm working with couples, I'm like, okay, we gotta be on the same page. And I um, actually do a fun exercise whenever we go into houses with clients. I learned this from my mentor, um, Amanda Jorgensen. she okay. was like, I always have my clients rate houses. And if I have couples, I make them rate it at the same time. Oh, I love and it. And so I that they it. can't influence one another and like yeah. their opinion. Cause like, you know, one person tends to have a stronger opinion yeah, than the other. Totally. So it's like, okay, like fair, this is even playing field. Like, what are you thinking? And um, so we'll walk through a house and I'm like, okay, rating, rating it from one to 10. One is like, you'd never live here if your life depended on it. 10 is like dream home, everything you could want and more. Yeah. And so, and then eight's like kind of like five, six is like, it's great, but it doesn't really meet the mark. And then eight's like, okay, let's make an offer. And so I'm like, okay, one, two, three, say your number. But you'd be surprised how many people, it's, it's, it's like a fun psychology study for me (laughs) to see the couples that say the same exact number almost every time. And then other couples that are always on the opposite ends of the spectrum. Uh And so what I do initially is like, okay, let's really talk about what you want in a home and like what's desirable. What's like, it would be great if versus like, I will refuse to live in a house that doesn't have this. And so I always do a top five, like how many bedrooms, and that's included in that. How many bedrooms is there? What's the square footage? Um, Bathrooms, do you need two toilets? That's usually like a deal breaker for some people. And then, you know, well, the past few years, it's like, well, maybe we don't. Um, But I think now we're in a position where buyers really can get what they want in a home. And there's more inventory, there's more opportunity for them to get a house that they're excited about. And there's more to choose from. So that's an excellent position to be in um, as a buyer. So. You know, we do that. Um, And then you also think of like the extras, like, are you okay with a kitchen that's been, you know, might need a little love here and there, or even some things that might need to be updated over time. But, you know, we're not knocking out walls. So I think we're on the up and up 
versus like I want everything done. Like I don't want to lift a finger once I move in there. I want everything exactly how I envisioned my house to be. Uh-huh. And um, those are just conversations again that we're having so that I'm also looking. I know what they're at, like what they want, and I'm also able to send them houses that fit that criteria. Um, but also when we go into a house, we're going into it knowing that it hits that top five list and if there's some bonus aspects of the home then great and that's just like the cherry on top yeah that's and that's important stuff because um you know i think that before well was this process were you even doing this process before because did you even have time to even do this like i know i have been doing it since day one. Oh, really yeah so I've even in like, that like crazy market like with when you had to like make a decision in like yes. two seconds. No, it is like I would meet with a buyer. I'd like, okay, let's set up the buyer consultation immediately. So I'd meet with them. We would meet Zoom. We'd connect. We'd go over this. I have like extensive, it's the teacher in me. I have my little yeah, presentation. Yep. Oh, where I, I know. got my slideshow. I, I know. I'm like yeah. clicking through. So For like sure. all the information in advance. You got everything you need. And then also we're talking about these things because I need to know. Because if I see a house that fits that top five, I need to send it to you because we have to go look today. Because yeah. if we don't look today, we might miss out and then also we look today you might have to make a decision on an offer within the evening and you got to understand like what are you going to offer at what are what what's your earnest money like what are you do you have an additional down payment like there's so many factors that came into play that i didn't want you know you can't just throw that you know some people do i guess but i don't want to throw that on them and then they're having to like maybe not you know not feel 100 percent comfortable with the decisions that they're making because they just didn't have the time to think it through yeah so you know i've been doing that since day one and that was good a, 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 a suggestion I was going to say, is it a suggestion or was it like a mandatory, like <laughs> yeah. you're doing this with your clients yeah. um, from my mentor and from my leadership team. So yeah. I'm, that's just how I've always handled no, it. That's, that's a good way to go uh, about it. I think, because when you get down to, when it gets down to it, like, mm-hmm. and you start getting to that emotional space yeah. to make that decision, cause it is an emotional process on both sides, whether you're a seller or a buyer, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> going back to the, to the basics and going back to okay what what are our wants versus our needs here like what are mm-hmm. their what are our non-negotiables yeah, and revisiting those I don't want you know I was just talking to another agent about this and there she was talking about how the buyers were like eh we don't really know like I think we're going to make another if you don't sign this today we're going to make an offer on another house and yeah. so the listing agent was kind of frustrated with that yeah. and yeah. I was like understandably so yeah. but and they had already made an offer on that home. And I was like, you shouldn't, I, personally, I don't think you should make an offer on a house that you're not 100% committed to. Yeah. And how do you know if you're 100% committed to something? You know what you want in the first place. Right, right. And so like, if it hits all the marks and you you know feel good when you walk in, you can see yourself there, then like, let's go for it. And like, let's put our best foot forward to ensure a smooth transaction from start to finish for both parties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, so then what's so now that you've taken them through all of that is there anything else that you take them through on the must-have list of things that they got to do we do must have yeah so we go through rooms um bathrooms square footage kind of condition of the home lot and obviously location is a huge factor i always say like you can pretty much update anything within the home but you can't move the house and so that's going to be a huge factor as well like what's your ideal area um, you know, maybe for family, school districts, if that's something that's important to them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I really go through all of it. And, you know, it's funny. Most people have a very clear idea of what they want. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everyone's watching, you know, was it love it or list it? Or, yeah, yeah. you know, all these like fixer. You know, I love Chip and Joanna. You know, I'm, I'm still going to be like, <laughs> yeah. so like people have an idea of what they want and like what they like have like hope for. And once they actually like pull the trigger to be able to actually purchase a home, like mm-hmm. they're usually pretty savvy. Like uh, buyers are much more savvy than they've ever been before absolutely um and so once we get there i just need to know let's communicate it let's make sure both parties are on the same page yeah and then from there you know then we can have some flexibility and um you know i also lead them through a visualization exercise so yeah, we that little, yeah that little twinkle in their eye to be like ding 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 like this is it and again it helps them be more decisive when the time comes so that they they feel it on like, you know, a full, like, let me get my yoga stuff in here, energetically yeah, and yeah. mentally. <laughs> and like, you know, all we're covering all of our bases. Yeah. Like 
this is a good financial decision. We have the that part of it covered. But then also I want them to walk into the house and let it feel like home. Right. And like that, that's the little magic piece that I think really helps them kind of seal the deal. And then when they have to make those kind of quick decisions in order for offer or whatever, they can do so with right. confidence. Yeah, that that's that's big. You just you just said the abode tagline feels like home and didn't even know it. Oh, that was not planned. It was not planned. <laughs> I, I can attest to that. I do know that's our tagline, but I didn't say that. I didn't mean to. Um, yeah. So, so you talked about the visual visualization exercise. Mm, he's getting nervous because I'm about <laughs> yeah, to do I'm this like, to him. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm low key nervous. <laughs> I'm low key nervous. Um, she's gonna turn the tables on me, y'all. Uh, so anyway, what's As that like entail? Like, what, what does that look like? Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm a big believer in, you know, well. If we want to get, if we want to get into the the physics of it all, it's a manifestation. But Albert Einstein, it's quantum physics. Like you attract what you put out there. So okay. if you're create, if you're putting an image of a home that you want to, you know, live in, and you are saying there's going to be certain aspects of that house, like put it out into the ether and see if it yeah. comes back. You know, and you can do this in small ways in a lot of different areas of your life. But I just, you know, let's scale up. Like yeah. let's actually create that ideal home that you really want to um, see yourself in. And I think especially now where we have a little bit more flexibility with timelines and people are maybe kind of mulling this over, like yeah. start that process in advance and just see what you want and like, and get real specific. I think that that's the part that people miss out on. They're like, well, I just want this. And it's like, okay, well, like, let's think about every aspect of it, of what it likes, right, to, what right. it feels like to live in here and like to live in this neighborhood, to live in this home. And then let's go ahead and see if it can um, come your way. Okay. That makes sense. All right. So are we, is there, is that the last part of this? The buyers must have, we have the you know, mm-hmm. like you talked about all the other things that must have list. You talked about getting pre-approved and the yeah, financial side of it. Timelines. Like escrow, signing process, yeah. what you what you got to do on that part of it. And yeah, that's the buyer consultation. And then once we wrap up from there, you know, I usually, yeah, I'm trying to think of when. Sometimes I won't, like people aren't as woo-woo as others. I will like not necessarily bring this up ahead of time. But then if we're having, if we're struggling to find something that really fits, I'm like, fits the bill. I'm like, okay, I know you might not believe in this, but like sit down here with me and I'm going to lead you through this visualization exercise. It takes a few moments, but let's figure out what you really want in a house. And like, not just in this theoretical sense, but in like a more concrete way of like, you walk in and you see a staircase. Right. I see, you know, a kitchen to the left and and like let's really envision what that home looks like and like the colors of the wall mm-hmm. and how many how much lights filtering in through the windows. Yeah. And like let's bring in all of those pieces and and let's just see, you know, because then maybe in these next couple of weeks that house, you know, it's yeah, it's eerily that's crazy. accurate yeah. how often two weeks later it's like, hey, so uh, I, yeah, I found yeah. this house and uh, <laughs> yeah. it kind of it meets that. But like there's that, you know, that one thing we were talking about where I really wanted this, like it has that. And yeah. like, can we just go take a look? Like, I don't really know. And maybe I would have written this off otherwise, but I, th- I think we should give it a try. Yeah. And then that ends up being the house. And so I it's sometimes like we were talking about this earlier today. It's like sometimes when we're creating what we want, we don't always know exactly what it's going to look like or it might look different than when we originally thought. But right. in actuality, it's exactly what we need yep so yep no that's it yeah. so let's let's go through this all episode. right I don't wanna, you ready, I wanna, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready <laughs> <laughs> all right I promise I won't um I won't this will all be calm this will be centered let's close our eyes all right my eyes are closed I know. <laughs> all of you out there close your eyes as well unless you're driving please don't drive or please don't close your eyes um but okay and let's just begin by breathing and notice the natural cadence of your breath If there's any fluttering of butterflies within you, start to kind of smooth out your inhale and exhale and so that they kind of subside or they settle down onto a leaf, if you will. Now take a big breath in through your nose, filling up with as much air as humanly possible. And take a nice cleansing exhale out of your mouth. Two more just like that. Breathe in. 
and out. Final round together. Inhale, inhale, ballooning through the front of your body, your torso. And then cleansing and exhale, contracting through your belly, pushing the air out. Now go ahead and let your breath naturally flow. And notice if that's created a little bit more steadiness within your mind. Relax through your shoulders. Hug in through your core, supporting you in the seated position. If that's where you are. <laughs> Get a little bit more erect through your spine. Lifting up through the crown of your head like a string is pulling you up a little bit taller. From sitting in this nice and proud position. <laughs> I want you to start to, because we talked about it, you guys have a beautiful home that you already live in now that, you know, for the foreseeable future will probably be where you live, but we're going to propel ourselves a little bit more in the future and thinking of that kind of home that you retire in. And I want to begin by actually bringing ourselves outside and maybe taking a nice stroll in the neighborhood. And I want you to, you know, look down at your feet first. Notice even the pace of your walk might be a little bit slower than it is now. And the pants that you're wearing. And the shirt that you have on. And then from there, kind of gaze up and pause and just look around. What do you see? Do I answer that question? Yes, I was going to say, Dave. <laughs> Dave, are you there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm totally relaxed. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. All right. So we're looking up. So just kind of like look up and around. Do you see homes? Are you in a neighborhood? Are you in a cul-de-sac? Or are you on like a busier street in the middle of the city? I'm in the middle of a city on a sidewalk. Okay. What kind of businesses do you see straight out the gate? Uh, I see a little corner store, maybe um, some boutique stores like mixed use, mixed retail places. Mm -hmm. And there's no right or wrong answer. I just want to preface it with that. Okay. And then where is your home? Is it, do you see it directly ahead? Is it in maybe a building that where condos are listed or is it a townhouse or even a residential home um, right next to all of these other more commercial buildings? It's a either a residential home or in my head it's a building. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So yeah, I know. And sorry, you're not here for this. Yeah, but, okay. sorry, I'm putting. No. <laughs> but we're just gonna put Dave's ideal retirement house, and we'll see. We'll we'll do another one with you guys together next time. <laughs> uh, so we're looking up. So we see a couple. Uh, you know, maybe some restaurants, some boutiques. Mm -hmm. You know, a little corner store somewhere you can easily grab. Um, you know, some a drink of water or something like that. And then you see the building. What does the building look like from the exterior? Uh, it's gray, modern. Um, aesthetically pleasing like someone did a good job of of really making this not look so uh well constructed yeah it's well constructed but also you know clean lines mm. um you know i said modern but it yeah. has maybe some brown some wood accent type stuff going on i don't know it's got a little pacific northwest feel yeah, to like it. some construction like yeah okay. construction vibe yeah so we're gonna walk um a little bit closer to the door um, and then actually as you enter into the building, what do you see um, kind of as you walk up to it? And then once you directly come into the um, building. As I walk up to it, I see like a door, a really like a nice door, probably loud color, um, mm -hmm. bigger handle, maybe wood or something really yeah. cool. Nice, mm -hmm. nice handle on the door. Mm -hmm. um, and then walk in a lot of, lot of natural light open space view um nice furniture yeah what, drop what? down into a living room type situation oh there you go i like this um, i was like i'm i'm here for this um yeah. what what kind of view do you see uh water 
Okay. <laughs> I don't yes. know what it is. I don't know what what water it is. What body water it is? But it's water. You're like I don't know if it's a lake. I don't know if it's a river. <laughs> yeah, it's but water. It might be the Puget Sound. Fingers yeah. crossed. Okay. It it could be like a lake or like it could be uh you know woods and water maybe off in the distance. But there's definitely um, a view for sure. Water source. Yeah. yeah. So you're getting a nice view. And I just want to clarify: is this walking into the building or into your actual unit? This is into my unit. So okay. it could be a townhome, probably more like. Mm-hmm. Um, or something, or, or just maybe a residential, maybe in Seattle CD or something. I don't okay. know. That both CD's not around the water, but yeah. yeah. Maybe on the backside, you know. If you, sorry, I was just looking at a map today about that. So, um, yeah, so we are, oh, then there's a great PCC in CD too. Um, okay, so <laughs> we got, um, so we go in, so you're entering directly into your home off of the street. So that's one thing to note. Mm-hmm. And we have, uh, and just kind of recapping, we're walking in, we're seeing more of like an abstract like door handle. We have a bright colored door. We walk directly in what, and we see a view and then it might drop down into a living room area. What are the floors like? Uh, wood floors. Wood floors, yeah. okay. And then if as we, so I'm assuming we walk in, we see the view, the living room. What else do you see initially kind of as you first enter? Fireplace, dope art. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. That's mostly it. Just more, really clean, yeah. uh, clean space. And is the living room off to the right or to the left? The living room is well, kind of straight ahead, and then maybe a kitchen off mm. to the left, or okay. maybe off to the right. I don't know. It just depends. Yeah. So kind of open to where the orientation and yeah, layout is, where, but yeah. you walk directly in. I know it feels like we're getting into the weeds, but you'd be surprised how like specific these little things are. So we walk straight forward. We see the living room. Um, maybe the kitchen's left or right dining room, but it's like maybe it, it sounds like a more open floor plan all around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And kitchen, is there anything that stands out to you in the kitchen or even anything else in the living room that really jumps out at you? Uh, the countertops mm-hmm. are really nice and the light fixtures are really dope in the kitchen. Okay. What's the light fixtures look like? Uh, I'm not sure. They're hanging down and I don't know, something kind of funky. Okay, a little, something that kind of stands out, uh, like a talking piece, if you will, for mm-hmm. the house. Okay, and then a focal point. Or a dining area, you know, like somewhere mm-hmm. around the kitchen area. Okay, so we have all of that. So we're going to, and then is there a living, like a bedroom that's on this um, bottom or this main level, or are you going traveling upstairs to get to the other living spaces? Upstairs to the other living spaces, probably. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then, so let's go ahead and walk over to the stairs. And what do you see when you see the staircase? Uh, wood stairs, uh, like a modern staircase looking uh, type deal, uh, steel, steel and wood. Okay. And then is it open or is it more like kind of closed off for the staircase? Yeah, it's open. Okay. I had a feeling. Yeah. <laughs> so we walk, so we start walking up the stairs and then can you look down into the living room as yep. you walk up the stairs? Yep. Mm-hmm. And so you're kind of like taking it all in, again, that more modern aesthetic all around. So Mm -hmm. we'll walk all the way up. And then once you enter um, the second floor, what do you see when you first arrive? Uh, I see bedrooms, hallway, like so we, there's like a little landing area um, Mm -hmm. with preferably some space up there. Um, So potentially like another living area or like, yeah, Mm -hmm. like a bonus lofty type area Mm -hmm. that you could hang out or sit um and that's on the upstairs and then there's a couple rooms up there but there's also a downstairs too oh there is a downstairs yeah there's a downstairs there's three levels on this place okay well well, you're like just just so you know fair we got three levels i'm a basement dweller i like basements (laughs) okay we'll get there in the next few moments um so anything else that stands uh out to you on the second level so we have this loft area we have the bedrooms i'm assuming all the bedrooms are upstairs um, there may be, we'll, we'll talk about the basement soon. Um, how many bedrooms do you see up there? And is this where the primary room is as well? Yes, the primary room is upstairs and it has a view as well, um, mm-hmm. as the same view as the living room. Okay. Um, and yeah, and then that's that's a master or a primary, whatever you want to uh, call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a guest room up there okay. and then that's it, you know. And yeah, this, this isn't a home for a family, so... Mm-hmm. It's a home for me post kids. Yeah, I was going to say, once the kids are out, you can come back for a short period of time, but you're not living here. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> no knock to the kiddos. Uh, okay, so, and then is there an ensuite um, 
bath here as well for the primary? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes, there is. Okay. Anything that jumps out to you there? I know that can be a point, a sticking point for some. Absolutely. The shower must be big mm-hmm. and nice and open and rain shower head. Ooh, okay. Is yeah. there a little Has seat to have there that. on the side as well that you yep, can sit there's down there's a in? seat. Yep, there can be a seat. It can be whatever, but it needs to be big. Okay. I need to be able to, yeah, it needs to be a very good size uh, shower tile from top to bottom. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, just okay. really well done shower. And then where's the um, closet here? Is it in like off of an offshoot of the bathroom or is it in the. Uh, yeah, bathroom? it's offshoot of the bathroom. It's it's offshoot of the bathroom. It's a walk in, good okay. size walk in. We both need uh, a lot of space for our clothes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. I was say, we, Anne would like a We walk-in. compete on the, on the, in that <laughs> sense. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, definitely got to have that. And then some a space for my shoes. Okay. Definitely a space for my shoes. <laughs> like, so it's a pretty good size walk-in need a se- closet. Sneaker collection yeah, here. We for... might even have an island in the middle of the, Ooh, of the, yes. of the walk-in. Yeah, okay. because I need a place for shoes for sure, right. okay. and she does too. Okay, <laughs> I like this. Mm-hmm. Can I can I come over? There's I a think... mirror in there. There's lights around the mirror. Yeah, it's, it's, okay. yeah, it's, it's like it's, a little vanity setup. Yeah, it's, got... it's done okay. right for sure. Yeah. Okay, so um, anything else in the upstairs that you like really jumps out at you, or even stands out as something that is like an absolute that you must have uh good question um not really uh you know just just want to make sure there's enough space to hang out in there so mm-hmm. it's not just a a room but it's a place to it's a sanctuary it almost feels mm-hmm. like a hotel room Ooh, okay. i want to feel like a hotel room so like you're home away from home almost type thing yeah. okay yeah okay i like that um is there a bathroom up there for the guest bedroom as well uh yes there is okay. yeah I was thought I would double check. Okay. So we'll walk back down the stairs and say bye to the upstairs. Beautiful. Sounds like um, primary <laughs> suite, which I think we would all dream of having. Um, we'll come down. We're back on the main floor. And then how do you enter into the basement or that? Third uh, man, that's a good question. I think there's another stair staircase that goes downstairs. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably a little more closed and and so as you walk down though you're you, you get underneath the floor level you can see look to your left or your right or and and see um yeah the the whole big open space and down there there's going to be tv mm-hmm. potentially pool table like whatever it is that you know we decide to have down there but it's a big open space and yeah. it's meant for entertaining yeah, like a, a good party room, rec mm-hmm. room. To be bar, able to, mini bar, yeah. Mm-hmm, a little wet bar off to the side. Yeah. Can you also see the view from down there? Yeah. Okay. So it's like, it's almost like the whole side of the house has windows all along Yeah, well. yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, okay, okay, I can see that. And then, um, so we have this rec area and like kind of what activities would you ideally like to do down there? Is there anything, like you said, pool table, TV, is there anything else where you're like, I really, I need that space for me or yeah. even just like to be able to feel like it's truly home. Got to have a projector down there. Mm-hmm. Got to have a popcorn machine down there. Oh, okay, okay. Um, a room off to the side. So there's a, that's the third room of the, okay. of the house uh, or of the space. And yeah, that, th- those two things are, are definitely needed. Um, sink, you know, just stuff down there so that you can make food or do whatever you need to do down there and entertain. So yeah, have company over, mm-hmm. be able to have them their own space, but then also while you're entertaining that people don't have to go upstairs in order yeah. to like, you know, use the restroom or anything like that. Because that's where I need to go down to watch games and stuff like that. Yeah, like, have your friends yeah. over, boys over. Okay. So now we, maybe let's actually exit to the backyard from there. Or is there a backyard? There so ain't going- no backyard. There ain't no backyard. We just, there's a deck and that's it. Like, we got a deck and that's where it ends. We will have you, I don't want to see a, 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 a blade of grass. It's a bunch of rocks. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we got some rocks. We got, we got a little deck No, area. but if there is, there's like a little, it's like a sanctuary out there. It's like, you know, it's. It doesn't need to be something like grass. I'm not looking at grass, just like landscaped, but landscaped really nice. Um, minimal, low maintenance, low maintenance landscaping, okay. uh, and you know, a place to just hang out, walk, um, you know, just sit sit and look out at the at the view, um, mm-hmm. and then a deck as well. So okay. I love that. And then as you're looking at the view, let's just spring forward. We're sitting there. You're watching the sunset with Anne here. Maybe you got a glass of wine or something in your hand. Mm-hmm. What do you see? A sunset, water, just 
uh, heater, you know, like built in mm. heaters. Oh, yeah. So that you can just sit out there even in the winter if you need to. Mm-hmm. Um, covers that comes off off and on. So a retractable cover for the for the deck. Yeah, um, yeah lights, lighting. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just just really dope. Really dope vibe. Yeah. Potentially a TV maybe out there. Ooh. Hot tub maybe. I don't okay. know. Okay. Throw it in. Throw it yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All <laughs> of it. All of it. <laughs> like where you're headed. Um, <laughs> like where your mind's at. Um, where, what does it feel like to be out there? Like if you were to like really like visualize yourself sitting there, get your arm around your lady, like how does it feel to ha- finally have this home? Relaxing. Um, honestly, just it's a place you can relax. It's a place you can enjoy. It's a place that anybody can enjoy. Like I can have family. I can have my boys. I can have whoever. Mm-hmm. And um, and really, it's just a place to to just you know relax. You you've earned yeah. it. You know what I mean. You made it. You know that mm-hmm. type of thing. Yeah. When well, you've said sanctuary a few times, so that mm-hmm. kind of that sacred space for you to kind of all of our hard work's paid off, and now we yeah. finally have this home that we've always wanted. Yeah beautiful okay well take a moment seal that feeling into your heart space Mm -hmm. hold on to it and as you kind of navigate over these next couple of years you know it's again it's not immediate but kind of just having this and this is what i guide my clients through just having this feeling of what it would be like to actually own that house that feeling of that relaxation that kind of pride almost in a way and that um safety of being able to have a home that you are ecstatic about and that you love and it kind of meets all of the criteria that you were hoping for and even picking out just like one or two things that really stand out. I think the view was what stood out a lot, that that closet with the vanity and the bath, uh, the shower with the rain shower head, like those are those little pieces and like open staircase that, you know, aren't in every home, but are in the home that you really want and mm-hmm. you desire. And yeah. kind of keeping it close to you and putting it out there into the universe to return back to you. All right. Well, thank All you. All right. I know how you feel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like well, I'm, I'm pumped about my house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm definitely, I'm definitely like now. I want that house. I want whatever I was just describing. I want that. Like, I'm looking for it now. I'm gonna be looking in the in the MLS and just yeah. That well, was dope. That was fun. Thank you. Okay. Well, I'm, thank you for playing along with me. Yeah. So I know it was your house. Like, well, it's not necessarily on house search, but like, let's think about this. But I think that's the part. It's like. Once you get that sealed in, yeah. like, and then now it's like game on. Like, mm-hmm. what are we? Go- we're gonna find that, and I want that feeling, and I want yeah. to, I want to attract that. And it has been so eerily accurate. And how often, like, one of my clients was like, "I want a teal door," yeah. and I'm like, "Okay, you know that that might be a little hard to find, yeah. but like, <laughs> yeah. we're gonna keep an open mind." Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't location they were hoping for. Some of the things didn't check off, but like it was 90% of what they were looking for. Yeah. And so, and it, but it just wasn't exactly what they originally had in mind. And then we were able to find it and then it's a great home. So, yeah. and I've done that with like four or five of my clients and, and they're funny, they start with a different vision and then we get there and then once it comes into fruition, they're like, bingo, like, yeah. we're, we've arrived. No, that's dope. I think, <laughs> yeah. well, sorry, ladies and gentlemen uh, and, and Mrs. Jones, we just, uh, yeah, that's the house that we go and we about to move into though. <laughs> Again, Anne, we can do this again with <laughs> yeah. you involved. She's like, I have some things I want to throw <laughs> yeah. into this mix. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that and, was dope. And that, and that's like the emphasis. I always like I try to include all parties involved to be able to create this because I want I want them to be on the same page. And I do this with both people, and it's really fun to see kind of where they chip in. Of like, yeah. oh yeah, you take the lead in this room, but like, nope, like the garage is mine or like the backyard. I want this. And yeah. like, but then once it, it's constructed, it's like, okay, now we have the same goal, same intention, same vision yeah. for where we want to be. And you know, a united force, then we can all get there yeah. together. That's cool. That, that, that actually does work because I mean, it's not like we haven't talked about like where we want to live in our next house. Mm-hmm. So, but to make it a vivid reality like that, yes, that's a di- mm-hmm. like, so for example, the, the view, like mm-hmm. in my head, the view is on one side of the house and therefore every room on well, that whole side of the house gets yes. that view. So yeah. what, no matter what floor you're on, you're mm-hmm. looking at this big, wide open yeah. window, a huge window. Which is, when you, that's when I said, I was like, are you seeing the view again? And I was like, oh, I was like, yeah, you got full it's, it's windows a, on that yeah, back side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So and I was like, yep, yep. I, I'm right there <laughs> yeah, with you. Yeah. I'm right there. I've seen a few houses like that. Yeah. I, I, I hope to come over for yeah. a I just saw, and it's probably in my head because I just saw one. Nancy Chapin actually uh, yeah. listed one just like that. And it's not over, it's not a little overlooking water, but it's up in Seattle. And I was okay. like, and, and that was, that inspired this mm-hmm. visualization because I was like, that might be, I was going to text Anne and be like, I think that might be our future home right there. Like it's not all the way there yet. Yeah. It's a version version of it. it. Like it's not that one because Mm -hmm. I know it's not because it it doesn't have the basement. It doesn't have some of the things that I'm looking for, but it gives you a good idea. And it does. And I think that we've talked about this a little bit, you know, throughout the podcast, it's like, how do you make those split decisions when the time comes and how do you feel like you can actually have confidence in that? And I think this exercise allows people to say like, I feel the feeling I'm here and it has the things that are most critical to the house that I want, at least this next house. So trimming it down to like, yeah, there's a lot of wish lists, but like what's the must have. And again, let's attach that feeling to it. And then together that will hopefully generate the home that you can be, you know, ecstatic about when you finally arrive in it. No, that was, that was good. Thank you. Thanks for taking us through that. (laughs) And, uh, you know, and, and ladies and gentlemen, if you want to go through that process (laughs) again, you can do it yourself actually, you know, like you (laughs) listen and and learn and and do it yourself. But, um, we have one last segment um, of this podcast. It's called Hot Take. Okay. And I actually don't know about this, but yeah, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> it's all good. So I do it with everybody, and I'm going to ask you five questions. It's an either or thing, and okay. you just have to pick one. Like if you had to choose one, and that was like for the rest of your life or whatever, then that's the one you're going to choose. Okay, oh I, right. I should be able to pull this off. All right, let's okay. go. Okay, you ready? Let's go. Right. Game on. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Donuts or oatmeal? okay i'm laughing this hard because i walked in with donuts which i don't even eat donuts like that um and i used to eat like overnight oats every day so that's why when you had it i was like you know i know why you're eating that yeah and i want to too but if i had to choose Oh, the healthy option. We all know what the healthy option is. And I love some Greek yogurt on like with something. But you know what? Again, I was going to cuss again. Screw it. I'm going to say donuts. Donuts. I, yeah. Okay. I, be- I became a fan of donuts as I, after I was pregnant. Uh-huh. I also do it. I gained about 70 pounds while I was pregnant. <laughs> so I ate whatever I wanted. Yeah, that's but good. I almost like restricted myself a little bit before mm-hmm. that. So now I'm like, whatever. Like if I want a donut that day, I'm gonna You're eat gonna a freaking eat a donut. donut. Yeah. And I'm that's gonna why you do spread some joy. Yeah, that's why yeah. you work out and you do all yeah, those other yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm very active, so yeah. yeah. Donuts. I'm picking donuts. Alright, donuts it is. Summer or fall? Oh, I love summertime. Okay. Yeah. 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 I do I'm love big. the changing of seasons. I'm grateful. It's why I love the Pacific Northwest. But mm-hmm. there's I, I'm a summer baby too, so like being able to be out and like the sun and yeah pacific northwest in the summertime yeah can't be it's very special up here in the summer so all right summer that's that's an easy one <laughs> clothes or shoes oh for like what i'm more likely to purchase yeah like what would you do you do you, <laughs> like, do you like i was like clothes? when i go when i like go to the mall what's gonna entice yeah me like more? are you a shoe more of a shoe head than a clothes person mm. or are you more of a shoe a clothes person than a shoe person I'm definitely, without a doubt, clothes. I love I love fashion, and mm-hmm. I love to have my clothes be a visual representation of kind of where I'm at and like yeah. who I am. Um, and I actually have been, I'm really, really, really frugal when it comes to fashion, though. <laughs> so, like, almost all of my clothes are secondhand. People are always uh, like, you always have cute outfits. And I was like, yeah, this was $5. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, I was like, I could break down my outfit right now and, mm-hmm. like, drop it down. Everything I'm wearing was probably less than 50 bucks. Nice. Including shoes. Yeah. But, um, yeah. No, that's for real. My mom uh, taught me that. Yeah. And so, but I, I love clothes. I wasn't really into shoes and because they're so expensive. And when yeah. I get shoes, I like quality shoes. Yeah. So then I end up spending more on them. Yeah. And so it's fewer and far between that I maybe like, um, like um, splurge in that way. Mm-hmm. But when I do get a cute pair of shoes, it's always a staple. I'm going to wear these. I can wear these in multiple outfits and with a little bit of pizzazz. So I'm yeah. intentional yeah. about the shoes that I wear. But if I'm going to go shopping, I'm probably clothes are going to catch my yeah. eyes before shoes. I'm a clothes person too, but like I'm definitely a shoe person. And yeah. after the visualization exercise, <laughs> yeah. I think we know that's yeah. the and too. I'm sure she's going to yes, yes, nice supply of heels. We have a pro- we have a problem. Uh, <laughs> night or day. Mm. Night. I'm a night person. I'm a okay. night owl. Yeah. I, you know, obviously I love sunlight and being outside, but and like getting things done. But 
we were talking about this earlier. I am like between nine and midnight. It's like mm-hmm. my peak hours yeah, of the yeah, day of same. like what I accomplish and do. And it's just like when I feel the most alive in a way. Yeah. And I, I wish I was a morning person. I strive to be a morning person. But yeah, I'm a night off yeah, through and through. Uh, same. Um, psychology or yoga? Oh. This like, is the last one. What's like more important to you? Um, or what I'm more interested in? Yeah, which one would you choose if you could do one or the other for the rest of your life? Well, Dave, if you knew a little bit more, I would say that they are they're, influential. They're, inter- they're yeah, intertwined yeah, know, in so many ways. And that's actually what attracted So I have a degree in psychology, but I got attracted to yoga because of the mindset aspect of it mm-hmm. and how much they were, um, you know, interwoven. And so, but, you know, shit that's right oh dang it's i okay. finally i finally came out <laughs> finally, we're all adults here that I listen to like, this podcast to say that i think we're all right thrown a couple of bombs around with i think we're all right it. So I, I, think I think we're good i did it pretty good but um <laughs> sorry okay this is this is real real me so this is this is yeah. gonna happen but um if it really came down to it i need yoga to survive yep. and like to be sane and to be humble and just to keep you know grounded so i think if it's something that i'm like practicing or thinking about or researching i'm probably going to say yoga because yeah. you know technically it's the eight limbs yeah, yeah. of yoga and four of those are all about meditation yeah. so all right well that's hot take and thank you for playing and uh yeah let's that's that wraps it up but like uh how do people get in touch with you and if they want to do the visualization or if they want to learn more about the market or just anything else how do they get in touch with you? Yes. Um, so, hey, everyone. I am on Instagram, Farrah Seifert. Um, F-E-R-R-A-H um, is my first name. So you can find me there. Um, website, um, Abode. Go to Abode. Um, check me out. Kind of see more about um, what I'm doing out in the world. Um, or, you know, just shoot me a text and say, hey, Farrah, I heard your podcast. Would love to work with you. Or even just chat. And um, let's grab some coffee. Cool. I'm pretty casual in that way. All right, cool. Well, thank you for joining. And this yeah. this was this was the first visit. This is definitely the first of its kind in the, on this podcast. <laughs> so I think it was really fun, and I'm I'm excited for people to listen to it and hear it. So well, anyway, you thank me. you for joining. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, again, you heard her where she you can get her at, get at her. Um, Holler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you hit that subscribe button, and then we'll see y'all on the next podcast. Peace. Peace out.